There's only one return, okay? And name of the king is of the Jedi. Two runners in a van, and then a meteor hits. You looking for a Tilly, buddy? Let's have a Tony for Your friend's a liar, man. Kylo Ren's a punk bitch. Bomb atomically, Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses can't define how I'll be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically performed armed robbery, flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. If you don't know what that's from, man, then you just a lame. Wu Tang forever, baby, triumph. Inspector Deck opening up the track, one of the hot tracks off that album, Double Disc. That was a fire album, that video was bananas. That was some hot shit when it came out. Yeah. Welcome to the Battle Draft Podcast, everybody. Dropping some dropping some musical lyrics on you yeah, today. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got into uh got into one of them YouTube holes last week and was watching like a bunch of old school videos from like the nineties and early two thousands. So uh yeah, double A getting reminiscent. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Back in the good old days. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Have you seen that video? No, I can't. Not off the top of my head, Wu-Tang, I can't. Wu Tang Triumph. Yeah, it's, it's, when it came out, it was pretty wild, man. It was like everyone was like, "Oh, this is cool." There was like swarms of bees everywhere, and every member of the Wu Tang Clan was coming out on some wild craziness. Yeah, Wu Tang. They rip it hardcore like porno flick bitches. I knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So what entertained you this week, Adam? Nothing. I have Nothing. no entertainment. No entertainment. You just sat in a <laughs> white room and yeah, pretty much, man. And, and rocked back and forth. Just, just alcohol entertained me <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> uh, like I said, you know, I got into last week. I was on YouTube. I last couple weekends, I've been watching just a lot of old school videos, hip hop mostly. Um, yeah, it was some good stuff, man. I was thinking about that. I saw like some Mob Deep, some uh, Rough Riders. Still R.I.P. to D.M.X. So you know. Start watching some DMX videos and go out to the Rough Riders and Jada Kiss and Eve and start messing with anything with uh, Swiss Beats. And then you start getting into like Pharrell Williams in the early 2000s. He was just doing his thing. So very nice. I uh, I started get I got into this uh, weird. Uh, I wouldn't say weird, but hentai. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. <laughs> um, it's on Netflix. It's called What Movies Made You. What movies made you? Yep, and so basically they go behind the scenes on different movies. Like the first one I watched was on Forrest Gump. Okay, and it basically chronicled how what it what it took for Forrest Gump to get made. Okay, um, basically it was in production hell. Um, <laughs> the the one studio didn't want it, so they took it to another studio. They weren't gonna. They cut the budget. Um, they had to secretly um, film the scenes where he was running across America, like they basically put Tom Hanks in a helicopter, flew him somewhere, filmed him running, flew him somewhere else, like in the same day. Why was that a secret? Because we they cut the budget oh. and they didn't want to. Oh, okay. I see. So they using the helicopter and actually taking him to locations. Yep, yep. Okay. Okay. And basically Tom Hanks and the director, they both uh, put their own money into it to make the film that they wanted. And, it it was very it was really entertaining, and then I watched the Die Hard one. Die Hard had a good one. I always like when uh, you know, movies and artists and things like that. You know, you hear about the stories about people that turned them down and said, "Nah, this is nothing. We don't like this. Ain't gonna be good." 
Forrest Gump, one of the greatest movies. Right. I in mean, like last thirty years, you know, everybody knows a damn movie and can quote that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was definitely worth the watch just to see like what they had to go through to actually get it made, and everybody thought it was going to be shit, <laughs> and it turned out to be like this awesome movie. Well, another thing that happened was. Uh, was it Rain Man had just come out and they were like, yeah, we don't we don't think that that whole genre is going to be the, the special needs yeah. genre. OK, they're like, yeah, I think people have had their fill of this. Uh, so can't never go full retard. No, for his gun, act retarded, look retarded, sound retarded. We can charm the pants off America. He won a goddamn ping pong tournament. Ain't retarded. <laughs> look retarded, act retarded. <laughs> Full retard, man. Laughing. Never go full retard. Fart, farting in bathtubs, <laughs> laughing at bubbles and shit. Oh my god, that's that movie is criminally underrated. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Die Hard was cool. They kind of went through like Bruce Willis's uh, backstory, how he was a uh, not a soap opera, but he was like a daytime television star, mm-hmm. and he had made a couple movies that flopped, and then his agent ended up getting him into this movie because they had offered it to a couple other people, like cool. the. Um, so it was actually, it was based off of a, uh, movie that they had already made with Frank Sinatra. Okay. Um, and this was supposed to be the sequel. So Die Hard? Yes. Okay. It wasn't originally called Die Hard. Right. Um, they had to offer it to Sinatra first, but Sinatra was old and he was like, yeah, that's not me. (laughs) Um, I think they offered it to Clint Eastwood at the time because he was a big action star he turned it down um a couple other people they ended up offering it to bruce willis and they uh they talked about how they were putting comedy stuff in there and then they went through uh one of the cool parts was they did uh the um hans gruber fall they actually had um i'm drawing a blank on his name now uh snape Um, oh um alan rickman alan rickman they had him hooked up to like a 40 foot drop with like a green screen around him. Okay. And they told him they were going to drop him on three. They dropped him on two. So like the fear you see in his eyes is real. Um, and then I watched the Jurassic Park one and that would, that more was more about how like the modern day CGI, how they like started making the, uh, the dinosaurs, how they did it all on a computer. And nobody thought that it was possible at the time. And it was, that was a really good episode, too. So. From the original Jurassic yeah, Park? Yeah, the original okay. Jurassic Park. See, and I know we've had talks before about this, you know, the CGI versus, like, the actual, you know, puppets or whatever, the real life making of, like, monsters like that. And, you know, like, the the new Jurassic Parks, Jurassic Worlds and stuff, and, I mean, they do a good job. And I'm, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but I can always look past that for the most part. Right, and I think it's gotten so good now that you can look past right. it. Right. And just, I know we talk about uh, Attack the Block a lot, where yep. they had the uh, actual creatures in there. And that, that's what, what two, I think that was a 2010 movie? Yeah, some, some some, around somewhere there. around there. So, I mean, they and the, even the uh, commentary from that movie, they talked about how fearful they were when they saw the running, monsters, yep. the actual creatures, and they were just big, hulking, black, menacing creature monsters, gorilla dog monsters yep. with just glowing teeth. And, like, I like, I like that. And, I mean... You know, actors are professionals, and they're having. I mean, critics got their movies and say, "Oh, the CGI ruined this movie," and this, that, and the other. And I think one of the biggest ones for me, though, I think is the Alien series. Yeah, because of the original Aliens, where they had actual the puppeteering and anim, uh, robotics, you know, like yeah, animatronics yeah. type stuff. And I think it got into actually the third Aliens, where uh, Ripley's on the prison planet, where that alien they started using a little bit of yep, the CGI. CGI on that one. 
And then after that, everything's CGI. Yeah. So well, I was super pissed at the last uh, Predator movie. They had the big hulking Predator, yep. and he mm-hmm. was CGI. I'm like, don't make the fucking Predator CGI. Yeah. Like, there's so many. Get the mountain. Get the right. mountain to come be a fucking yeah, he's Predator. He's a little too bulky, though. For for hit for that though, I mean, get, I mean, honestly, I think Yao Ming would make. Yao Ming would. <laughs> they could use Yao Ming. <laughs> There's a lot of big human beings get in a, the world. Get a tall, athletic, slender basketball player to do that, so he's got athleticism, and you know, put him in there, and you, and you can fake it. I mean, even look like Game of Thrones, where they have, I think, I think Brian Steele. He's one of the big time actors that does uh, large creature yep. acting. Like he played the Minotaur in uh, Your Highness. Okay. <laughs> so, I believe he played one one. Oh sure, in yep. Game of Thrones, I think it was Brian Steele, and it's like you know they do the, um, the motion cap, the mocap, y- yep. and you know you, you you can things of that effect. You know he has a little bit more of a natural, yeah, where it doesn't look and, like so, yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I feel like people like directors or whatever they took the CGI when it was like new, right? And it was just like, well, this looks great. Let's run with it. And then, like looking back now, it's like, well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. When it great. first came out, it was amazing, impressive the things they could do with it. And you're looking, it's like, oh, is that real? Is it not? And, but know. yeah, I think if I was if I was a director, I would try to use more realistic puppets. And yeah. I mean, obviously, like Game of Thrones, you can't use a fucking puppet dragon, and those yeah. they looked great. Yeah, the dra- yeah, Drogon was awesome. Yeah, um, I remember. Uh, was it uh, Beowulf? Yeah, the Beowulf movie we had Angelina Jolie and where they uh, were all yeah. CGI. The whole thing was CGI, but I mean that looks smooth and seamless for. I mean you knew what you're getting into. It's a CGI movie. Masha. Yeah. Masha. <laughs> the one, the cold no, dew in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> was that the uh, high she? Yeah. yeah, I love that joint. Oh. But yeah, I mean you can you can do that. Yeah. That effect where you can do a whole movie as CGI, make it you know. A grown folks movie. It's not like a DreamWorks animation type right. joint, but Sausage Party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was that was meant to look anime. Right, right. Whereas Beowulf was meant to look like, you know, if if you took a glance at it, you would think you were watching like, oh, there's real actors. Like that's uh, what's his name, Paul Gleason or yeah, uh, Gleason. What's his name? The uh, Mad Eye Moody character. Yeah, actor. yeah. Or Angelina Jolie. Or and, uh, who's the other one? Ray Winstone was the. Uh, Beowulf actor. After the last time I watched Beowulf, I looked into that story of uh, where he raced the guy in the um, the water. Yeah. yeah, I was like, why is he just racing this dude <laughs> like in the water? Is like, I looked into the whole Beowulf stories and stuff. Yeah, like I that. remember reading that actually in like ninth grade, and I loved that story. You know, I was into the, like Greek mythology stuff yep. and all of that. I, like, yeah, Grendel and Beowulf was a t- it was a pretty tight story. Um, they mashed that up a little bit in that movie because originally was he went Beowulf went and dealt with Grendel. And then he, um, they, uh, what was it, uh, Wigliff? It was like some young squire of his that kind of grew up and kind of took his place. Okay. Whereas in the movie, Wigliff was his homeboy. Oh, sure. Yeah. So it was a little different, but yeah, like they had the dragon that came out and he ended up fighting and dying at the dragon. And that shit was cool when he cut his arm and swung into the dragon's yeah, heart. That shit was cool. It. Yeah. Yeah, that was a cool story. That was though. a good, yeah. I really did like Beowulf. I got some random trivia. Yeah, man. Drop some knowledge on us. What was the highest grossing movie of all time when taking inflation into account? Taking inflation? Yeah. Highest grossing movie of all time. I know a couple, like, top ten joints, but... Isn't, like, Iron Man on that list? Do you got a list or just a number one? I just got the number one. Did you look at a list? I did not. 
I know Iron Man was high. I know Black Panther was really high. Uh, I know Star Wars, the original Star Wars was high. Not Titanic, is it? Nope. Good. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that movie. <laughs> Still haven't watched Titanic in my if, life. If ever. we get if we get to a thousand followers on Instagram, will you watch Titanic? I guess. You don't put me on a spot like that. <laughs> We're not even at 100 yet. We're 30 away from 100. 30 away from 100. That's cool, though. I'll watch the Titanic. A thousand followers on Instagram. I feel like that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Just, I don't know. It's actually, it's a really good movie. I mean, I heard it's a great movie. I just, I don't know. I didn't watch it when it came out. And then it was like, oh, it's so great. I was just kind of being an ass. I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. Whatever. It's kind of like me and Seven now. <laughs> yeah, true. But you don't you have the movie though? Yeah, it's in my it's in my bookcase just, of of uh, Blu-rays. Just watch it. Watch Titanic. <laughs> but I don't want to. But you want to watch Seven? Eh, I kind of know what goes on and. Okay. Highest grossing movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, with inflation. It's old. It's old one. It's an older one. I'm gonna go with Star Wars. Is that your final answer? Ooh, yes. You suck. No. It's actually Gone with the Wind. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I've seen that before. Yeah, I don't know why or if, like, everybody just went and seen that shit or what. Because back when everybody paid a nickel to go see the movie. I suppose, So yeah. many people went, and now you had inflation. That nickel's like $20 a movie. Yeah, I suppose. I got one more for you. What was the first movie ever to be rated PG-13? I have no idea. Not even venture a guess. First movie rated PG thirteen. I'll tell you, it, it's it's Toy a, Story. No, I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's original, but it had a. They did a remake. Um, the original one is the first one to be rated PG thirteen, but they did a remake of this movie. That's oh. half the movies we know. <laughs> That's um, not a good clue, sir. I don't know any other clues. It's original and yeah, that was a remake. It's, it's a war movie. Mm, apocalypse now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what's the one in the army now? No, the one with Bill Murray. Murray did that goofy movie, that goofy war movie. I don't know. I have no idea. It is actually Red Dawn. First okay. movie to ever be rated PG thirteen. Interesting. Wolverines. <laughs> Wolverines. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I uh, oh I finished uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I said it was it was a cool movie, man. It was interesting. Yeah, and they set it up for another one. Yeah. Which, which I like. Um, I'm glad like Netflix and them are like getting like, hey, we're gonna make some big budget shit. Right. Well, they've been doing that for a little while now. Yeah. I mean, it's getting better. Yeah, for Especially sure. Especially last year after COVID, you know, they're people trying to make movies and get them out there, and they're not out there in the theaters until right, now. Right, so. right. I will say it's been kind of nice going back into the theaters. Yeah, for I, sure. I miss that atmosphere. I just miss the popcorn because I'm fat. But yeah, I don't buy concessions. <laughs> and then I've also been getting into Solar Opposites season two. Which <laughs> I, I know I texted you the one quote, but yeah, this shit. Did you? You didn't finish it. Not season two yet. Okay. I just I just finished the one where um, they get lost in the woods. Oh yeah! And they go to that wood. And they make the wood city. Yeah, yeah. that shit was. They great. all have their own separate lives. Yeah. That's crazy. 
yeah, I, I, I like that show. And honestly, I like season two better because they can say they say fuck, yeah. and I can hear them say fuck, <laughs> and it's like it makes it so much funnier. The uh, the story of the wall is so great, such a great uh, side story, and I'm always interested. I don't know why, but every time the the poop was on stage, <laughs> and even like when he says. Uh, I don't know if you got to that episode yet, but they call the Poopa from jail, and they're like, Poopa, are you awake? And she's like, yes. That's it. <laughs> and he's like, we need help. Get us out. And Poopa, like, digs a hole into jail and saves him. Jesus. <laughs> Just that's, he uses a couple words. And that's it. Oh, yeah. And I know. Was it at the end of season one where he talked to that old lady? Yeah, where he that? wanted the uh, he whistle in, or yeah, whatever. He yep. went into that trance state and talked to his like, now, he's like, now, Meredith, think about back in the day when you were with your husband. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what is going on right now? <laughs> all he wanted was this Harry Potter yeah. whistle. <laughs> Terry, I know you gave him the gave him the whistle. There's no other way he would get the whistle. <laughs> Stop feeding the poop of candy. <laughs> he's raiding in all the vending machines. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a really good show, and I've been really enjoying yeah. season two. So I still, every now and then, man, was it? season one episode one where they had fun bucket yes fun bucket. that his catchphrase y'all ready for bisque <laughs> like, where did they come up with that um did you hear the news that uh scarlett johansson is suing um disney plus no. or suing disney no so basically what happened was uh a lot of her money tied to the black widow movie was on how well it did in theaters yeah so, because Disney Plus released it too, where you could pay the extra money to stream it, yeah, they made about sixty million dollars on the streams. So that's sixty million dollars that weren't in the theaters. Oh. So she's got super pissed, and now she's suing Disney because, yeah, she's not going to see any of that money. Damn. Yeah, that's it's a lot of revenue, man. Oh yeah, I'd be furious. I feel like her manager or agent or somebody should have been on top of that and be like you well, what about the streaming right that's, right that's a common thing now well look at all the hbo movies that goes to streaming like every month they pick a new one i i saw that they weren't the reason it's coming up this late is because they didn't think it was going to do so good on disney plus now mm-hmm. that like theaters are back open and stuff like mm-hmm. that and she was like 60 million Ho- hold on a second <laughs> did you see any numbers like what was her percentage i didn't see what like i just knew it just said in the article that uh her uh compensation was largely based on what the theater numbers did and mm. it did like 320 million i think in theaters and okay. 60 million in disney plus money i mean shoot even five percent of 60 is you know, right take that but like a lot of people are saying like this is good for all the other people to stand up to disney like this because disney does some shady shit like this i, yeah. gu- I guess quite a bit I so believe it. all them conglomerate corporations big money people always effing over the little guy right that's bogus, man. You got to take care of them people. Right. Man, you ever hear the um, the uh, Kevin Smith story about uh, him hanging out on the set of Die Hard 3? What? Basically, he was saying, like, Bruce Willis's personal chef was cooking them food, and he was like, uh, they were doing, like, rewrites and stuff, because Kevin Smith did a bunch of rewrites on... For Die Hard... Die Hard the, 3, I think. The fourth one. Or the fourth one, yeah. The Live Free Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. so... And I guess the studio was getting all pissy. and Bruce, With Kevin Smith? No, with Bruce Willis. Oh. And Bruce called up the studio and was like, hey, who else do you got to play John McClane? <laughs> so that's what I thought and hung up. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you that clip. It's a, he, he goes into like much more detail about yeah. it and shit like that. But it's, it was, it's awesome. Like, and it's like, yeah, 
I know. I never. I mean, it's, you never think about it until you hear it, but you don't think about iconic characters like that being played by anybody else. So, like when you just said, you know, so and so could have been Bruce Will or uh, John McClane for the Diehards. It's like I was. I've been trying to think the whole time. Like, who else could I have seen at that time playing that character? Right. It's like you know that's iconic for Bruce Willis to be John McClane, even though the last movie bombed. Yeah, it was terrible. Or like Vin Diesel and Riddick, like we've said before. Yeah. Or you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Pitch Black was Pitch Black was hot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Riddick, yeah. He, he, I mean, they they own the role now, right? So it's like they've taken it. But some of those, I mean, I could see other people playing Riddick. But would it be as good? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Or like Neil, Keanu Reeves. Oh, I wish I I think about that all the time. You know, that's supposed to be Will Smith. It right? was supposed to be, and he took fucking Wild Wild West yeah. over that shit. And he said he regretted it to this day. And I was like. <laughs> That could have been super cool. I mean, Keanu, I would like to have seen the Will Smith version, but Keanu was perfect for that. Right. So. But, yeah, the Will, the Will Smith, oh yeah, it's just crazy to think, like. And plus, Jada was in there back yep. in the day, so that would have been kind of, I don't think Jada liked him messing with Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> they're making another one. What? Matrix. Oh, yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, they're supposed to be releasing the new John Wick, the Is new Matrix. the Wachowskis? I have no idea. Mm. I haven't heard much about it, but I know there's Wachowski a, sisters a new one coming out. It's the Wachowski sisters. Yeah. Did you ever watch Animatrix? They got a collection of, uh, I think it was like six, seven stories. No. They're like just little shorts, but it all related to the Matrix. It's pretty sweet. I actually have it if you want to borrow it, but uh, there's one, uh, the, the final flight of the Osiris. Okay. So it's one of the uh, other ships that got the message out from the Oracle to give to Neo. Um, but they got destroyed. But there's some, there's some, stu- it's, it's all animated, but there's some pretty sweet stuff that goes on in there. You should watch that sometime. I was thinking about the, uh, where they did the MTV movie awards yeah, with Justin Timberlake, Timberlake and, and uh, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott, yes. Will Ferrell was the, 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 the architect. Architect, yes. Face of me, arrow, concordantly. It's like, come on, man, do the robot. No, what if I can't? What <laughs> yeah. if I fit? Dude, Dude, it's, it's just, just the, the robot. robot. Come on, yeah. man. And they start dancing, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> that was funny. Oh no, when they're in the uh, the cave and they're doing the Morpheus, yeah. like there's it was an Andy Dick. He's like, he's like uh, yeah. yeah, there's a rumor going around. You know, everyone's talking that there's gonna be a big orgy at Morpheus's after the party. Or that's what everybody has heard. Or, yeah, that's what everybody. <laughs> and and the Morpheus. It is true what you heard. Yeah. <laughs> Bring plenty of lube. <laughs> he's like Morpheus. What's gonna be at the orgy? Machines. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go check that out. Was it an MTV? It was like the 2008. No. No. I think yeah. it was earlier than that. Oh yeah. Because Matrix came out in 99. The like, first one was 99. Matrix Two came out. I want to say 2001. Okay. So yeah, around there. Just type in the MTV Movie Awards. Yeah, with the Matrix. Yep. Oh my God, that's hilarious. And, and then they, they did one of the Ring. Yep. The Lord of the or Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yep. yep. And then they did. Um, that was. I think Jack Black was in that one, wasn't he? Yes. And they yeah. did the uh, Star Wars where. Um, oh, yeah. The Jedi Council. Yeah. Yep. I forget who was in that one. Um, Jimmy Fallon. Okay. I'll have to watch that one again. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I was watching Matrix like, one. Like, no. I can't, <laughs> they said you killed all the halflings. No, I killed at halflings. It's that comedy club. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Those are all really good. Those were while, while MTV was, was running some, hot. I mean, the, the prequel movies. For Star Wars, I mean, I dig them. 
Yeah, Hayden Christensen was not a very good actor, but the memes that have come from that oh, yeah. are it's just almost worth it. Life, they're <laughs> they're they're everlasting, everlasting memes. Did My they, favorite one right now was uh, uh, shows uh, Anakin Hayden Christensen yeah. talking to uh, Baby Yoda oh, from yeah. uh, uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. He's like, "I like you, Grogu. You've always been kind to me." Don't go to the Jedi Temple tonight. <laughs> and Grogu's just looking at him with that goofy face like, huh? Yes. I seen the new one. Uh, did you see that one that Kevin sent out for our group text where it says they're renaming a mountain after Ewan McGregor in oh, Scotland? Yeah. And then this cuts to the, uh, he said, Anakin, give it up. I am the high ground. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I hate you. Yeah. There's some great memes from that. Yeah. Sorry, you were going to say something? I, I can't remember it. now, but that's okay. Got that goldfish memory. Huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, the other, the last cool thing that I saw in this week was uh, Kate Beckinsale said she wanted to do a crossover between uh, Underworld and Blade. <clears throat> I've been hearing so many stories about crossover movies that are supposed to happen, but... It just reminds me of that family guy where he, Batman versus Predator, the guy's in the coma. He's like, oh, I can finally sit the have time to write my crossover movie. And he was like, Batman versus Predator. How has nobody ever thought of this before? <laughs> so, Underworld crossed over with Blade. Yeah, that would be fucking hot. I mean, yeah. I mean, they got the new Blade movie coming out. Right. And she said that um, it would probably never happen, but if she were to come back and do Celine, that's what she'd want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed what they did with the last and and I don't know I'm gonna sound hella sexist but they had that female director take over for the last movie they did the yeah. Blood Wars or whatever yep. and they killed off Michael yes like he was no part of the movie like he's dead and it's just about her and her daughter and her daughter hates her like I don't want to see you again it's like what what the fuck happened here right like this should have been about Michael and Celine and like Celine was still the you know the main protagonist of the right. movie yeah so I don't understand why it got all women's lib fem- feminist on end they're like we're gonna just kill him off we don't need him yeah like he, those two together could have been tight yeah for i was sure. waiting for him to get back together and team up and start whooping ass you're right just like the first two movies right you, don't, don't, or don't yeah. fix what's broken if it ain't broke don't fix yeah it. yeah that's all about the dialing she got some mystical powers because she went to this other vampire tribe and went on a freaking vision quest yeah. and i was like uh this is uh and that dumbass wolf that super werewolf that dude turned into. Yeah. Where he had his, still his human head, but just a wolfed out body. Yeah. I was like, that was dumb. And that was and that was poorly CGI. Yes. Yeah. So it was, yeah, was they, they, they lost me on that last one. Yeah. It's not, I don't feel like it's not hard to, I mean, like, to do vampires and werewolves. Like, yeah. And he has such a good template to work with. Right. I mean, Len Wiseman and the black dude Ray's Kevin Graveau. Yep. He's, he was a writer. Yeah. Okay. Him, him and Kevin Wiseman did that together they wrote sure. actually i think he was the primary writer for that story and then him and is it ken or len some wiseman ken wiseman len wiseman he actually used to be married to kate beckinsale oh good for him he was beating it up for a little while <laughs> she was she was kate was kate beckinsale was was the it girl yeah. when that movie came out oh yeah i can't beckinsale so hot right now <laughs> hansel <laughs> anyway uh yeah, with the new blade, I want to see that. And then I remember who's playing blade? Uh, Mahershala Ali. Oh, I think I'm gonna ask you this. Yeah, before. we I think we talked yeah. about this last week or something. But I seen a couple of clips, just like still pictures of that, and they showed him on some uh, teaser uh, picture of he's got the the blade tattoo and haircut. Oh, okay, and he's got the leather jacket on and looking all bladeish. 
<laughs> I hope he's like uh I know like each one has to play it differently or whatever, but I really liked how like Wesley Snipes played him as like a cocky asshole, like Yeah. Talking shit and Yeah. Like I know I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah. If he doesn't come in all like cordial and respectful now. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm blade. I'm going to kill vampires. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just always like the some motherfuckers always trying to skate up skate or skate uphill. Some motherfuckers, yeah. Some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. That was a good quote. Yeah. I liked in uh well I think it was the second one. I know it was the first one where he uh he busted open that rave, that vampire rave, and he pinned uh Quinn to the wall yep. and he did that fist pump and smiled like Yeah. I like that was so goofy, but he was like kinda taunting him at the same right, time. Right, right. Like that was funny as hell to me. That was that was one of the dopest open scenes. Yeah, the whole rave where yeah, he kills the all blood of them. Rave. Yep. You got the one dude. I, mean, I was I always thought it was weird that she, uh, little Tracy Lords, little shout out to the porn stars making it in the movies. Yeah, and she was the only person that brought a human there. Granted, they had blood dripping from the ceiling. You know, yeah. Everybody was drinking, but like she was the only person that brought a human there. Yeah, and that was the only human in the party. Apparently, okay. It was like dinner for schmucks. Everybody should have brought their own. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> At least you know. A couple know. of them. All the females got to lure in their own male, which would be easy. So, right. you know, we're dumb. We'll walk in there. Oh, my God. She's sexy. She took me to a party. I'm going to go. <laughs> Why are you in this meat cooler? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this bouncer pushing me really meanly all of a sudden? <laughs> That dude was so goofy. He reminded me of some cats from high school, too. He's like, yeah. He's out there, okay, yeah, I'm partying. Okay. <laughs> like, wow, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and he's like, everyone bare their fangs and there's blood. Everybody's like, oh, my God. Please, big, scary black man, save me. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, the whole Blade. I, I'm glad it's getting a reboot because I liked all those movies. Even, yeah, even all, the, thir- all the Blades are good. Even the third one with stand-in. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Ryan Reynolds was funny as hell in yes. that movie. He had some bunch of lines that cracked me the hell up. Actually, I was gonna. Watch, I might watch that tonight. Yeah, I was gonna. That was on my list to watch. I was movies. saving it for an opening quote, but the his uh, it's a new chocolate crystal flavor form. Twice the chocolate goodness, half the calories. Plus, it helps prevent tooth decay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, I, I'd be amped about a new blade, and then I was really hoping Jason Baboya would. Because I saw Boyega? that Boyega, yeah, I saw that teaser picture of him as Blade. He could, I could see him and playing I was Blade. Like, Damn, I got super hyped for that. He kinda, yeah, he looks like he looks like Wesley a little yeah. bit, a little bit. So I, I was kind of hyped up about that. But the, I'm just, yeah, I'm glad there's just the new Blade. So yeah. maybe they should make Blade white. <gasps> <laughs> That's no nah, fuck that. <laughs> Why are y'all trying to take everything from us, man? <laughs> I should slap you for that. We <laughs> made John Sarah play Shaft. Yes. Michael Sarah. A million times. Michael Sarah yes. could play Sa- Shaft. I'll take two more for Shaft, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, okay, White Blade. I can't even picture it. No, I couldn't either. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Blasphemy. <laughs> Anyway, is there any uh, movies coming out you want to see soon? Um, the Cruella Deville movie still. I'm still waiting for that to drop on Disney that, yeah, Plus. Yeah, on Disney Plus. Gotta wait for that. Um, no, I haven't really like. I've I've kind of watched most of the stuff I want to see. I'm still wait. I want to go see old in theaters. 
It's out right now. Yeah, I know. I want to go see it. You know what? I actually go see is Jungle Cruise. With oh, Rock. yes. I do want to see that. That looks kind of cool. Both yep. Him and um, uh, Emily Blunt. Yep. Like, they're cool. I like them. Yeah, I do want to see that. It kind of reminds me that, like, it's like almost like they couldn't get the whole cast back together for Jumanji. So they're like, we're going <laughs> to, like, make a Jumanji type movie. Yeah, it's very similar. Very similar. Dad went and saw Snake Eyes with Uncle Lee and still he said it was pretty good. Hmm. Even Uncle Lee said it was pretty good. So, oh, I, I didn't, honestly didn't. Think I mean I looked at it, I was like eh, it's not even closely tied to the no but the GI Joe movies but they're doing origins it's like what the hell are they gonna bring back and like do a redo <laughs> GI Joe's maybe? maybe they could but I don't know something like GI Joe it's like I like the first one but it just wasn't I don't know it didn't have that I don't know it just didn't feel it seems like a type of franchise where they would try to do it again and be like ah oh, we fucked up the first time let's. Let's try to do it. I don't understand why, because, I mean, it was made, I feel like it was made recent enough that, right. you know, they should have been like, okay, we need to stay true, because it was after Transformers. Yeah. Transformers, was, well, the first Transformers was legit, and it, you know. Well, and then they get, you got, like, these stupid franchises where they try, like, they do so bad, and they continually try, like, how many different Spider-Mans have there been? Three. Yeah, Tobey yeah, Maguire. Three different iterations. Yep. That, it's like, why do you keep trying to do Spider-Man? That, like, uh, it was Garfield, what was his name? James, something, something Garfield. Yeah. Emma Stone's ex-boyfriend. Yep. And Tobey Maguire. And now uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland, yeah. which I like him probably the best. Yeah, he's definitely. I mean, Tobey Maguire's were, the first two were hot. Everybody liked him. He did a good job. It got weird in the third one. Yeah. I'm just disappointed the way they did Venom in the third one. That was so shameful, the way they portrayed Venom. You excited to see Carnage in the new oh, Venom? Oh, absolutely, bro. I know they're going to do that right because the Venom movie was tight. And the new one with Carnage, Woody Harrelson, that's going to be hot. Yeah. Now that they're not scared to put rating R's on everything. Thank you, Deadpool. Yeah, thank you, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, for doing it right. But, like, uh, Fantastic Four is another one. It's like how bad those yeah, did. They, I, I mean, I like the first two. With... Uh, the original fantastic <sighs> they weren't great movies but i liked them sure I, I mean i'll give you that they're not great movies but but yeah that the the other the remake they did that one was just god awful yeah i don't know what they were thinking about what they did with dr doom <laughs> <laughs> i was like come on y'all but other than that yeah i mean i would go see jungle cruise i want to go see old yep i want to see both of those i still got to see the hitman's wife's bodyguard yeah uh i want to see that forever purge I finally I I didn't watch the first Purge. It was the fourth oh, yep, yep. the fourth movie in the series, but it's called the first. Yeah, Purge. Yeah, it goes back. And yeah, I didn't watch that for a long time. Even though I had it on you know Blu-ray, and I finally watched it. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool because it sets up the yep. original Purge, how Purging got started. Yep, and how they had to like basically incentivize people to go yeah, do that shit yeah. and like yeah, and it was, it was cool. Uh, and it was all like political, and they were trying to like basically kill off minorities and poor people. Yep. And then shit got out of control. <laughs> it was funny. Like, people aren't purging. They're just partying. Like, <laughs> sending some ringers. You they ever do- see that college humor where they're like, um, so on, like, the, they, like, go through, like, all the shit they want to do on the purge. And, then, like, none of it is, like, murder. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, yeah. He was like, no, just yeah. go kill people. And he's like, but what if I want to do, like, some tax evasion or something? <laughs> yes. I do remember that. They were just doing some off the wall. And didn't those group of people just start killing each yes, other? Yes, then yeah, they all then, just killed yeah. each other at the end. In the in the office room or whatever. Yes. Yeah, actually, I'm interested to go see Old because I just want to see what kind of M. Night Shyamalan twist there is right. at the end of there. Like, there's not a twist. That this is a pre-war movie. <laughs> <laughs> Brains. 
Yeah, I, I figured out the twist. It's a zombie movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Shall we get drafting? Yeah, let's get into it because I already know what you're going to pick for number one. Yep, you sure do. That's all right because I got plenty of other good ones. I got one. I know I got one on my list that you ain't expecting that I'm going to take, and I think you ain't even thinking about it, but I know I'm thinking about it because you're not thinking about it because you ain't remember it, and you're going to be proud of me for picking this. I might have I might have an idea of what it is, but... I might hit it first, too, just to show off my versatility. <sighs> See, now, now you're messing with me because now <laughs> I'm like, do I take that first? <laughs> Shit. Can you feel me fucking your mind right now? <laughs> So, what are we uh, drafting this week, Adam? Uh, draft for tonight is going to be pick your top five best real-life injuries. So, sports, fighting, uh, I don't know, on-the-set movie injuries. Yeah. <laughs> um, how was your research for this? Because I know mine was I pretty mean, icky. <laughs> it's a it's a love-hate kind of thing. Like, the morbid side of me, like, wants to see graphic shit like sure. this, but at the same time, I don't. Yeah. You know, it's like a car wreck. You know, you walk, drive by, and you kind of want to see something, but at the, but same, the same time, time you, you don't. don't yeah, yeah. So. yeah, for sure. Got to stop and look, but you know it's going to be horrific. So, yeah. Um, plenty of them I knew already and seen, but it's still just doing the research was uh, cringeworthy, cringeworthy, to say the least. Yeah, for sure. All right. <laughs> Here we see Boucher instantly penetrating a the pocket. There's a lot of pain and shame in those eyes. It's all over. Wow, that is a disturbing image. With my first pick, I gotta do it. Go ahead. Sid Vicious, leg break. It's so bad. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, it, it haunts my dreams. <laughs> When did that? Where and when did that happen? It was WCW. He was fighting Scott Steiner. He went to the second rope. He tried to do a big boot off of the second rope, which he should have never attempted. And the leg that was not extended, the one that he tried to catch himself with, uh, he it folded. It basically folded. Yeah, it looked like rubber between the knee and. Uh, yeah, it was, it, it, was, it, was it was a shin. It was below the knee. Yeah. It was a shin. And then he tried to pick it up. Yeah, and it just. Wobbled. It just wobbled. Like, looked like uh, looked like uh, Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. Uh, is she gonna keep coming in and out? <laughs> uh, how big was he? He was like six, six seven, six yeah, eight? six 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 seven. Yeah. And uh, probably a good three twenty, three three forty, maybe. Oh, uh, I mean, for how he was pretty muscular. Yeah, he was muscular. He was thick, but I don't know three. Yeah, that's that's a bit heavy. Yeah. I don't know. Could be, could be right. But yeah, that one, <laughs> that whenever we talk about these, that's always yeah, that's the always fir- the first one. I think we watched that one a lot. God awful. Just god awful. Is my turn? Can I go? Yes, you get two picks. Sir. Oh, when I get two picks. All right, number one, just because this is such a classic injury. Being a football man. Joe Theismann versus LT. Yeah. 1985. Yeah. I mean, for those of you who don't know football, Joe Theismann, quarterback for the uh, Washington Redskins, the Washington football team, dropped back. They did a, what was it, like a flea flicker play. And lightning 
Lawrence Taylor, LT, came around and swooped up around uh, Theisman, pulled him down, and it was his left leg that kind of like snapped like a twig. And if you ever watch that video, you can see the reaction on Lawrence Taylor. Like he immediately gets up. He's like, get the doctor, get the stretcher, get the trainer. Yeah. He like he's panicking. Like you don't see that too often where a player just knows he just ruined somebody's day. Yeah. And he gets up in you know, a panic and just frantic like, oh, my God, this is bad. Have you ever seen the similarities between Alex Smith's and yes, Joe Theismann? Yes, they did. Like, yes, let, let everything. Me, let me let Go me ahead. let me read this off for you. Go ahead. Okay, so broken right tibia and fibia mm-hmm. for both of them. The date was November eighteenth, nineteen eighty five, for Joe Theismann. For Alex Smith, it was November eighth, two thousand eighteen. Uh, both played for the Washington Redskins, Washington Football Team. <laughs> uh, both happened in D.C. Mm-hmm. Both on the 39-yard line. Mm-hmm. Um, score was 23-14 for or 20, 23-21 for the final score. Caused by three-time Defense Player of the Year, Lawrence Taylor. Caused by three-time Defense Player of the Year, J.J. Watt. Um, left tackle, Pro Bowl. Left tackle, Joe Jacoby. Um, off the field due to injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, left tackle for Alex Smith was Trent Williams. Off field due to injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know some of those are reaching, but some of those are fucking weird. Yeah, there's a lot of coincidences. And then I think there's another one that both the teams, the defensive teams, were red, white, and blue. Sure. Yeah. You got the Texans and then the Giants. Yeah, that's that's eerie. That's creepy. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. That's a good pick. I mean, that's that's a classic. Yeah, I mean, that's what, a, that's what a was classic that? injury. Was it the uh, blind side where she said that's what caused left tackles to become yep. the second left highest tackles played? Became, yep. Yeah, Second they, highest they paid went, players. They went through that whole spiel. I feel like there's, I got a couple on my list that you'll probably get. Okay. That you might be looking at too, but this th- this one's for you, bro. Okay. Richard Zednick. God damn it. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. Yo, yeah. my man got cut in the neck with a skate. Ugh. That was horrific. I think I was actually watching that. Yeah, we were watching that night, I believe. Yeah, I don't watch that much hockey. But I seen, I was like, yo, motherfucker just got cut in the neck. Dude, he, yeah, and there was literally a trail of blood. Yeah, when he skated off holding his own freaking carotid artery. I don't know if it was that, but he was holding his neck with blood, and everyone was just like, oh. Yeah, he easily oh. he easily cut a blood out. Yeah, that would have been horrific. Oh, that's, I remember. And that's not the first one that's ever happened in hockey, but that's probably yeah, the worst one. Yeah. That goalie got fucked up pretty bad. Who, oh, yeah, was yeah a goalie. before that. Yeah, yeah, I think that was like. Middle 80s or something like that. Yeah. Guy slid into him and hit him in the neck. Then not a lot of the goalies were the neck protectors now. Yep, but yep. Yeah, that definitely was on my list. That was definitely <laughs> going to be my next pick. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was nasty. Well, he like, I remember for a long time after that happened, I told people, like, watch out for a Zednick, your ass. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to cut you, boy. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good pick. <laughs> All right. With my next pick, my number two pick, we were at Buffalo Wild Wings for this. Uh, and uh, it's the first time I'd ever seen it happen in a UFC fight. <laughs> Talking about Anderson Silva <laughs> when he kicked. Uh, and then he didn't know the shit happened. He tried to plant. No, that was uh, we watched that in uh, Eau Claire. Remember, we were in Eau Claire for that. After were the, we? We were somewhere yeah, after one it. of our football games in Eau Claire. And we hung out with Dana. 
Okay. And then we went to, I don't know where we went to, but we were hanging out with her little crew. We, I remember we were watching that fight there. Yeah. We, the first time we right. fought, uh, was it Weidman? Yep. Yeah. No, it was the second time he fought Weidman. Second fight. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he got caught slipping in the first fight. Yep, that's right. Taunted. Yeah, that was at B-Dubs I yep. remember watching. So. And, uh, yeah, I, I had never seen that before. You could hear it crack. And now, now it's the thing to do. Now, yeah. In the UFC, apparently. Yeah, guys are getting better at checking kicks now. And, <laughs> ugh. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, UFC's got tons of them. Yeah, but that was, I just remember that being like the first one. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even know that was a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he did, the, did the rubber leg, too. Well, then he, the, the worst part is he tried to plant his foot back down. Yeah. And, and he crumbled on, crumbled on it. And then he proceeded to catch his own leg like a pop fly. Yeah. As it was flopping back down. You know what that reminded me of was uh, Austin Powers 2 <laughs> when they shot Mustafa down the hill <laughs> and he broke his leg. He's like, my leg is broken. I will try to stand on it. <laughs> nope, it broke again. <laughs> Starting to smell gangrenous. It's a bit like almonds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. My turn. Yes. I'm going with uh, Kevin Ware. Oh, I had that one too. 2013 Louisville Ugh. versus Duke. Yep. In the uh, was the semifinals. Yep. Yeah. That that team. was oh my god. His you can leg, see his it. knee exploded out of his freaking, or his his bone exploded out of, out his, of his leg. leg just yep. shot out. He looked like he could have cut somebody with the bone yeah, that was sticking like, out of his leg. Took it, it out and stabbed big. somebody. I, just watching the reactions of his sideline and everybody there, they're just like, oh my god, like. It gives me the chills thinking about it, man. Yeah. And, like, I know everybody, anybody who was there that saw that, they probably think about that frequently. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That was that was just, that. it was like like Gore Verbinski, Eli Roth, some yeah. freaking Quentin Tarantino-type gore nastiness. Yes. Yeah. And what did he do? He just jumped. He was on the sidelines, not even. Yeah, I think he just jumped. Yeah, he just jumped and landed wrong, and it just snapped and popped out of his leg. Yeah. And, like, you catch a quick glimpse of him, but they covered it up real quick with a bunch of towels, but you could still see, like, the protruding bone yeah. was just jutting up through the towel. I could I could not imagine. That's like, ugh. Something exploding out of your leg from the yeah. inside. Like, fuck I that. I mean, I had an injury in my my bones just like swelled up and moved around a little bit in my leg, but that hurt. Yeah, nothing like that. If it's coming out of your body, that's. I, th I feel like if it happened to you and you don't see it, you're just kind of like, you know, you get that shock pain where you just kind of like, uh, something's wrong. Until you look at it and then you like start to process it mentally and yeah. you're like, oh, oh my god, because I did that. You remember that? Uh, remember that football game we had? With the rage where we went down to Carson Park and yes, like for some reason I couldn't step back and like I you said I got bent back like a C yeah I it was backwards yeah your leg stayed planted but your body decided yeah, it was going down because I was getting there I was getting rushed by that D tackle and I just remember in my mind I was like dude my knee is about to explode like I I just the way I felt and it didn't move and this dude bowled me over because I, I I felt my foot was planted it yep. was stuck in the ground. I was like, my knee is about to explode. It's going to shoot out. My patella is going to hit somebody in the face. And, like, I sat there for a second on the ground waiting for the pain to kick in. And it just never did. Yeah, nothing happened. I got up. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> just, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was so weird. Ugh. Speaking of uh, legs being stuck planted, mm. I'm going to take Willis McGahee's mm. dislocated knee. Yeah. That one was that was ooh. pretty bad. Yeah. Because his 
you can see what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And the dude just full body lunged into his leg. <laughs> his leg stayed planted. His body kept going. And that shit bent. Yes, sir. Right at the knee. Yes, sir. Yeah. That was, yeah. I, that was on was, my list. That's probably the original, like, of, like, bad football ones. It was just like. Yeah, that's one of the earlier ones I can remember. Yeah. And he still went to the league, though. Yeah, did some work. Did, did some work. And probably, he probably had a much better career had that not happened <laughs> right. to him. Played yeah, for, he, what, Buffalo for the longest time? Yes, and yeah. I think he was drafted by Buffalo, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that was, ooh. Dude just came flying in, and he tried to move, and dude caught him just right. Yep. Done did it. All it's right. amazing. Like, if you think about it, like, seeing shit like that, like, going back and watching old, like, film and stuff. It's amazing that there's not more injuries in football. Like, we're pretty resilient fucking people. Yeah. Well, I mean, training and practicing and knowing techniques is a lot sure. to do with it. I mean, especially as a lineman. Yeah. I mean, our techniques help us to stay safe. and Sure. You know, even, even after uh, the whole concussion and CTE yep. thing came through, you know, back in the day, we used to just knock heads. Yeah. You know, it was no big deal. But now, you know, coaches teach us to... Keep your head back, extend your arms, you yeah. know, use your arms a lot more. And, I mean, my last, you know, two years when I started playing at Scholastica and got some good training and then, you know, my subsequent semi-pro years after that was, you know, my technique kept me pretty right. much healthy. So. Yeah, I know, like, the those two years with the Grizzlies, they started teaching the – because growing up, you're always taught head across – so the guy can't make miss you can't you won't miss the tackle yeah, if your head's across. Yeah, you shoot your head across his body. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're do they're teaching more of a uh head on the outside grab and pull down mm-hmm. technique. It's like I always just like being I was older at the time, I was like, This is stupid. Like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna tackle somebody if they're there. Yeah. Like I don't know. I, I guess I don't whenever I was playing I didn't go, Oh, I better tackle this way. Yeah. You know, I'm just throwing yeah, my you're body. Just gonna go at you. As long as you're not spearing him or right. grabbing him by the face man as you learn what not to do to get a right. penalty right yeah so it's just it's one of, it was one of those weird things where it was just like I don't really and it's funny i feel like the mcgahee injury that would have been a flag today but it wasn't oh, that oh yeah for sure the guy went low and i don't know they would something roughing, something. The, roughing the runner yeah <laughs> something stupid well and then like running backs aren't supposed to lower their head in the box anymore yeah. and shit like that i've never i've never actually seen that called but it's like Mike Allstott wouldn't be a thing in the league. Well, yeah, because it was – yeah. Yeah, what was that? That came out a few years ago about, like, running backs weren't supposed to lower – Yeah, they weren't supposed to initiate contact with the their head. Yeah, nobody but, should, but – But Mike Allstott yeah. would not be a thing in the league. Yeah, he was a freaking battering ram. Yeah. Dude's awesome. All right. On me? Yes, it is. Tom Segura! <laughs> was that not on your list? No, it was on my list. Okay. Um, by far the funniest injury, <laughs> the funniest, most horrific injury. How many, how many minutes or hours of comedy is he going to get out of this? Like oh, he could do God. a whole special about yes, it. Yes. I would look forward to seeing him live again just to, oh, I actually was supposed to go see Burt Kreischer. Yeah. We were supposed to go see him. Oh, me and Kevin still got tickets to go. Cause they, the one we had in the cities, they got rescheduled. So, uh, I think it's November. Oh, very nice. You want to see Burt down in the cities? I, I hope he brings it up. I'm sure somebody's going to spend saying something to him on tour. So. I'm sure. But uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, was it Bert and Tom, good friends. We're challenging some yeah, college there, there, was, there was a dunk contest going on, basically. But I, I th- Tom told it was just him and Bert because oh, okay. he won. 
Because before that, he had actually dunked it. And then they raised the rim up a yep. little bit. And then he said he tried to dig down and do a little harder. And he ran and didn't really jump. He just fell. He got pulled down to the court so damn hard and fast. And he fell. And if you watch any video of it, every comment on there is like he fell just like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. <laughs> yep. Arm bent back, knee bent back under him, just laid there. And the funny thing was when somebody came up to him and like kind of folded his arm back in front normal because he was like, ow, <laughs> yeah. ow. And then you hear uh, Bert Kreischer in the back. He's like, are you all right, man? Are you okay? You're good. You're good. You're okay. And then watching the reaction videos, but I mean, he's a middle-aged, middle-aged comedian. I mean, granted, Tom lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. He's in good shape. You know, he said he dunked the previous one, so good on him. But Yeah. That was nasty and funny at the same time. Yeah. It's like, Bert, Tom, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, who's he? Tom even said when the uh, EMTs got there and they're like, man, why are you fucking around with these little kids in this gym? <laughs> like, there's a bunch of kids. Or I don't know what the story was. He's like, why are you in, here with these gym? in, in this gym with these kids? <laughs> so this one wasn't my next one. It wasn't. It, it was brutal looking, but not on the scope of um like a leg break or um anything like that it was gruesome in the fact that uh um brutal in the fact that um how it went down and what ended up happening and it ended somebody's career actually but mm. it's the uh Steve Moore and John Bertuzzi punch Bertuzzi yeah. oh i've heard of this yes cuz the guy came up behind Uncle Eddie and Bertuzzi did. Yeah. But um, so basically what happened was the guy was skating away. Uh, Bertuzzi grabbed him by the back of the jersey mm-hmm. and sucker punched him and then drove him head first down into okay, the yeah, ice. Okay, I've seen that. I've um, seen that. He ended up breaking his neck and he was never able to play again. And he ended up suing Bertuzzi mm-hmm. for bunch of compensation for what he would have made in his career rightfully so but yeah that was yeah super nasty sucker punch he was out before he hit the ice and then he proceeded to help drive him head first head God head and neck first into the ice God damn yeah yeah that's brutal it, it was very brutal it didn't like i said it doesn't have the same like yeah, oh that, cr- shit. that cringeworthy but i mean but yeah, it has just, its own different type of cringeworthy like god yeah, damn like the after effect yeah you know that you broke somebody's neck and ended their career yeah that's a good one, man. I like that. Yeah, I had to go outside the box. Everything can't be leg breaks and ankle mm-hmm. breaks. and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On me? Yes. All right. And that was my fourth pick. Is this your fifth? This is my fifth, yeah. I'm going to end it with uh, Magnus Samuelson versus Nathan Jones, arm wrestling. Oh, yeah. Strongman, 1995. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who remember Nathan Jones, he's played a bunch of characters. He was in... Um, was it Fearless with Jet Li? Okay. Where he fought that big, the Hercules, where they pitted yeah. him against the American He was fighter. also the one that uh, He was in Achilles, Troy. Achilles yep, fucking the, stabbed. The big dude that Achilles stabbed in the beginning. He was in the new Conan remake with uh, Jason Momoa. He played that big savage barbarian dude. He was in The Protector with uh, Tony Jaa, one of the big dudes that he had to fight. Yep. When he, <laughs> they threw all the big dudes at him, but Nathan Jones was in there. So, yeah, these two are arm wrestling in the 95 World uh, Strongman competition. And, uh, yeah, Magnus Samuelson, they're going at it. And 
it's funny because the comments on there are like, yeah, you could tell that you know Nathan Jones was kind of a rookie where Samuelson was a yeah. pro and had experience because the technique was way weird. <laughs> and I'm actually surprised that the wrist didn't break. Sure. It was like the uh, ulna radius. Yep. And it just snaps. And then even Magnus is like, oh, my God. <laughs> just He's shaking his head like, yeah, I won, but that's nasty. I'm sorry, yeah. bro. So, you know, good sportsmanship. But just when you're watching it and you don't know that's coming, you just hear and see and yeah. just pop. Just a wrist snap like that. I saw on Tosh, it was two random girls in a park arm wrestling, and that happened. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that episode. <laughs> even yeah. still, like, just any, yeah. you can just watch the arm just go, and yeah. it's like, fuck. That's why I take my vitamin D. <laughs> no homo. Man. All right, my last pick. Um, going back to the UFC, um, when uh, Frank Mir basically gator-rolled uh, – Nagira's arm off. Oh, yes. Because I don't know why he didn't tap. <laughs> I was yelling at the TV, like, just tap, bro. Probably, probably high on cocaine. <laughs> oh, man. Because he had it. It was in a... Was it a Kimura or... I think so. Where he he was bending it. He had it locked in where he was bending it back yeah, towards it was, his yeah, back. Yeah, it was locked in like a... yeah. It wasn't just an arm bar. No, because he had it where it was curved. Yeah. And you could, his arm yeah. eventually went all the way back around. Yep. Yep. And he, I was just like, tap. Just, just tap. <laughs> like, and then all of a sudden, this shit just, in. it just released and he pulled it back around the yes. other way. Oh, God. Yes, I remember. Yeah. That was brutal. Yes. <laughs> this was a nasty episode. This bro. was, I was. Um, I'm cringing on all of these. Oh, yeah. So do you have any uh, honorable mentions? Oh, yeah. I got a couple honorable mentions. Uh, one, it was super similar to, like, the McGahee was the E.J. Henderson injury. Yep. Uh, I think they were playing the Cardinals, but he got whacked by his own dude. Yep. Trying to make a tackle, and dude hit his leg just perfect. And if you watch it when he falls, you could see, like, I think he – did he mess up his femur? Yeah, I believe I think it was so. his femur that broke because his whole leg went noodle. Yep. And just flopped around. Yep. That was oh, just ugh, just terrible. And then uh, my other last one I had on my list for honorable mention was uh, uh, powerlifter Ed Cohen. Is that the one with he was squatting yes. and his legs just basically the, the right the right knee blew out. Yeah, um, yeah. It was two thousand two. He was doing some powerlifts. Uh, I think he had like seven or eight plates on the damn. It was something stupid. I forget what the weight was, but he gets up. You know, he's holding it. And honestly, when you're looking at him watching this, his legs look kind of like below the knee. They look small. Sure. Not but, what you would think for Yeah, but he went lifting. down and got down to the squat position, and that thing just, oh, my God, uh, just yeah. the way it pops, and he crumbles, and he's got, like, four dudes on either side of his bar ready to spot yep. and catch this. Um, but, yeah, that was disgusting. And I was trying to find from MTV Scarred, yep. uh, the show they did Scarred. I remember watching this when it first came out, and they showed one of just some random dude who was squatting and, uh, I think he tore both his hamstrings uh, in the process. Shout out like, to shout out to Jason Williams. Oh my God, who, who just tore his hamstrings? Old man style, <laughs> old trying man. to catch a picture. <laughs> Jay will. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he listens or not, but yeah. we got to give him a shout out because yeah. he he was not powerlifting. He was hanging <laughs> pictures on his wall, and that picture you showed me was bad. Yeah, back of his legs just black and blue. Uh, like a, what had, had to be like six, seven inch diameter. Yeah. Just a round bruise. <laughs> his whole back of his thigh. Uh, just nasty. 
But yeah, that one dude, I think he pulled both his hammers and you saw him bulge up in his leg. Yeah, oh, sure, yeah. he crumpled up. That was, ugh. Made me never want to squat over 315 <laughs> ever again. <laughs> I got uh, two honorable mentions. I don't know the guy's name. Kevin sent us the video. It was that mud show wrestler, backyard wrestler guy. Mm. He jumped off the middle rope and both his legs. He oh, went forward. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he he basically crooked his, crooked his own legs. <laughs> Honestly, that reminds me real quick of that girl on Tosh that jumped off the roof into the pool and missed oh, the pool. Yes. Both her ankles rolled out. Yep. Uh, this is terrible. This, this is, is a terrible topic. <laughs> I've got the willies right uh, now. And my other, uh, another honorable mention that I have is uh, Gordon Hayward for the Celtics. He uh, he broke his ankle, and it was it was pretty gruesome. Mm. It was just. You know what I was trying to find was um, I know I think me you and Dad were watching. It was like March Madness a few years ago. That tall white boy from the Wisconsin Badgers. I think it was Wisconsin Badgers. He did something and like messed up his leg really bad. Hmm. I want to, yeah. I was looking, yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember watching. Remember, it was just like a horrific accident. I was just like, oh my god! I was looking for that, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. But yeah, it was nasty. Do you want to read off your list? All right. Let's be done with. This. Yes, let us be done with this. This disgusting display of. <laughs> um. So for number one, I have uh, Joe Theismann. Got his leg snapped. Richard Zednick, Zednick got his throat cut. Kevin Ware snapped his own leg. Uh, Tom Segura snapped his elbow and his knee. And, <laughs> and Nathan Jones got his arm snapped, arm wrestling. Yeah. I'm really upset about the uh, Zednick pick. <laughs> I, I knew when you said that at the beginning, I was like, fuck, he's going to take the Zednick thing. <laughs> I have. Sid Vicious's leg break. Yeah, that's that's a classic one for me and you anyway. Yes. Um, Anderson Silva, his <clears throat> leg break. <clears throat> Willis McGahee's uh, knee. Yeah. I think it was a knee dislocation. Yep. Uh, Bertuzzi's punch. And <laughs> Bertuzzi don't go lady. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Frank Mir breaking, uh, I think it was Little Nog or Big Nog. One of, one one of, of the, the Nogueras. Yeah. yeah, one of the Nogueras. He broke his arm. Oh, another honorable mention that I do have. Uh, Ryan Shazier, when he paralyzed himself, the hit itself wasn't bad. It was when he pulled himself over and his legs just kind of flopped with him because he had lost. Come on, man. We're done. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's not cool. No, it wasn't. It, it, that's, ugh. I was disappointed, man. He was amazing and he was so young oh yeah had a great career ahead of him yeah for sure what are we drafting next week adam hopefully it's something fun and uh, yeah. not disgusting <laughs> and um not something that is going to make me sad to go home and research <laughs> like i i like literally did my research last night because i was putting it off i'm like fuck i don't want to do this while he's doing that, hey, check out the website, BattleDraftPodcast.com. You can follow us on Instagram at BattleDraftPodcast, also on Twitter at BattleDraftPod1. And on our website, you can vote on who... Oh, actually, we're not doing that anymore. I'm not putting those. We're not getting any feedback anyway, so yeah. Fuck it. It's too much work. <laughs> okay. If we ever get more people. Um, on Instagram, you will re- frequently put up... Uh, you can vote on who you like better things that you want to see as a draft, anything like that. As always, listen to us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Player FM, or YouTube. Cool. What are we drafting? 
Uh, top five best movie sex scenes. Ooh, that's better than leg breaks. <laughs> yes, that that is much better. I'm gonna I'm gonna research this all week. You can enjoy researching that. Yes, nasty little boy. <laughs> research it over and over and over again. And then uh, and Kelsey can't say anything because I'm doing research, research for yeah, the show. Doing it for the podcast. It's kind of it's kind of like when you jerk off into a petri dish. It's actually just science. Then uh, okay, have you done that? <laughs> No comments. Okay. Okay, Morty. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening to our show. Yes, sir. Let me go get this grilled cheese. Ooh, grilled cheese. All righty. Well, thank you very much. Peace, love, happiness, and all that shit. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Yeah, that shit, too. Bye. That's great. That's fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do?